0: was good with y'all. Listen. This podcast is sponsored by none other than Niche Clothing. Go to nicheclothing.net. That's www.nicheclothing.net, which is spelled N I C H E clothing.net. Put in my specific promo code HHWL2023 and you can get 10% off of neck sweaters, sweatsuits, hoodies, T-shirts. We got all of that. We're going to have y'all right for the spring and the summer. That's www.nicheclothing.net. Promo code is HHWL2023. And remember, no niche is too small if it's yours. cheer cheer shout out to my apple Podcasts, spotify google podcast listeners and my youtube viewership you heard. yo yo what's up with it you already know what it is it's your boy philly tf and you're now
1: tuned into the happy hour with my guy Lido. <laughs>
2: Glasses in the air, toast to a higher power, cause what you tuning in to right now, is Leto's happy hour. Leto's happy hour, this is where it's at, rolling uncut, we giving real facts, educating, entertaining all the people, and when it come to podcasts,
1: it ain't nothing equal, giving people knowledge they can put in action.
2: All away authentic, we ain't never capping. Exclusive interviews, cause we ain't never lacking. Like the other state is talking and we bout the action. Huh. Glasses in the air, toast to a higher power. This is Lido's happy hour.
0: Welcome to Happy Hour with Lido. I am your host. Um, I have a special guest today, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, My guy, part of the super group, day 26. You know what I'm saying? And he's just a very talented person all the way around. My guy, Robert Curry. How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me, bro. No problem, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, First and foremost, man, I always talk to, you know what I'm saying, everybody the same way. You know what i mean i like to have a conversation not necessarily you know do the whole interview process thing you know what i'm saying um me being an advocate for mental health man i just want to ask you how you doing today number one and then you know what i'm saying um how have you been able to cope with um this pandemic that we you know we, we're still going through well
2: first of all i'm doing good man uh uh you know Mental health is very important, and through this situation, it—I it ha- know—it has tested a lot of people. Me personally, man, I recently just made a new move from New York to Florida, and I did that to get closer to my um, my father's side of family. Um, my father's a bishop, and okay. so I actually just purchased a home that's right next door to my dad's church.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Like literally, okay.
2: we share a parking lot. So um, that's what's up. Like yeah, so it. Um, I literally, I became more spiritually grounded in this during this time. It helped me, you know, what I'm saying, um, it helped me cope with it a lot. Being the, but most of all, I stay creative. I'm still, in, I'm in the studio right now. You know, I'm, I stay writing, I stay producing, I stay doing things to keep my brain stimulated, so that when it's over, you know, I feel like I, I do this whole thing, I'd have made some kind of progress. You know, uh, so it's just really just grounded myself spiritually, staying in my word, man, and 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 staying in my
0: music and it, keep, it just kept me kept me sane man you know word that's what's up and um you know what i mean so you've been down here the whole year or you just like moved like recently this year
2: i actually moved here next month to make a year
0: okay that's so up.
2: i've been there for almost a year now and um
0: uh, so yeah the whole pandemic
2: i've been here word now
0: well know- not the whole
2: thing i know it's like two years now so like yeah the whole at least first year second year i've been here
0: now, Florida never closed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? During this whole thing, yo. Yo, it's crazy when I
2: got here, because I told you I came here from New York. Yeah. So, you know, that was like ground zero basically. You right. know, um, and they had shut everything down to the point we had curfew and everything was closed and everything. So when I came up here, you know, I wasn't really looking for the freedom. I expected to still be in the crib and everything like that. But yeah, to my surprise, man, everything was running normal. Word. And they, everything was. But just to be, you know what I'm saying, real about it, where I am near Orlando, it was not a big issue, like, yeah. as far as it wasn't a lot of deaths and there wasn't a lot of cases here. Now, Miami, which is like four or five hours away from me, they had, they, it hit them really bad. So I think they had, the, they they were doing things a little differently up there. But where I am, man, I ain't had a problem since I've been here. But I still practice social distancing and stay to myself and stay away because I don't really know what it is and how you know I'm saying every there's always new developments and everything like that. So I just take extra precautions and even though the city not closed down, I don't really go out much. You know, I I I go out when I have to, and um you know I spend time with my family what I can and I'm in the house making music.
0: (laughs) Bird, that's what's up, man. Glad to you know saying know that you are that you've been good. I'm in Ohio, so you know we had to um we got shut down a couple times too. During this whole day. Oh, okay. Well, I'm
2: from Detroit. That's to me. It was right there. And I actually lived in Ohio as well. Where? I also lived in Ohio. Like lived. I went to school at Whetstone High School in Columbus, Ohio. So oh,
0: where I okay. See, I, I live yeah. in Dayton. So you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's an hour away from Columbus. Not even really yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. So my my whole
2: family my father's side, my whole family, my grandmother lives there, my whole family. I've a lot of family in
0: Ohio. That's what's up. So like for the people who don't know, like, you know, what I'm saying your story, like, you know, like you was just saying, like where you come from and things of that nature, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself and then, and then when did you fall in love with, you know what I'm saying, with actual music?
2: Uh, a little bit about myself, man. I'm I'm from Detroit, Michigan born, but I was raised in Augsburg, Germany. Um, okay. For a large portion of my childhood, you know, um, and that's where I developed my love for music because my father's a pastor. And so I was in church a lot, um, and the music part was the part that I naturally gravitated to, I guess, and um, fell in love with it there, and I got a chance to, like, you know, explore it and and use my talent because my dad was the pastor. So, you know, the pastor's son pretty much get to do whatever he want to do. Facts. So I, I had a lot of room to be creative and a lot of su- a support system at a very young age, you know, but it's mostly for gospel music, and which I didn't huh. care at the time. I didn't even really know about secular music like that I was way too young and I just wanted to be like my pop. so gospel was all I really knew. Um, then I moved back to the United States with my mom's to Detroit where I was born and you know that's when I um, met a lot of people that was pivotal, pivotal in my career as far as pushing me forward um, and eventually I made a few relationships to the point where I had to leave Germany and just stay in Detroit um, in the States because I had so much going on at a young age at around nine. And I was signed to Michael Bivens um, from New Edition mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, uh, with a record label called Biv 10, alongside of 702 and mm-hmm. Subway and Boys Cement. And, Boyz II Men. and um, you know, so I was at a young age already doing this. And I've just been moving through the industry since then, like trying to make my mark and trying to find a place where I can um, pretty much spread my wings and, you know, be the artist that I, that I am. I did a lot of stage and, um, theater along that time when I was looking for my path. And um I eventually got signed to Y Clef Jean with a refugee camp. Mm-hmm. And I worked with them for a long time as a as an artist and um with a group. Um and the situation with left because of some business things. And I still remained in the situation, but I moved on to the situation as a producer and a writer for refugee camp. And I did a lot of work there, but you know I just I, I wanted to be an artist really bad. And yeah. so I started on my path again. And a couple of, uh, you know, small little record deals and situations later, I ended up at the making a band auditions. And the day 26 situation came, and the rest is pretty much history.
0: Words. So so, so the, the move to Germany, like, is your dad in the service? Yeah, I'm an army brat. Okay. So I
2: pretty much lived everywhere that you can name in the United States and some overseas, so. And people think I would be lying when I'm like, I live there, Oh, I live there, Oh, I lived there. And they're like, man, this man just, he missed me too, they be thinking that. And I'm like, you know, I, I've learned at this age just to let it, I don't gonna say nothing, but yeah, I've lived, here. <laughs> I've lived there.
0: <laughs> Word, so outside of music, you said you did like some like stage? Is that like, have you done that recently or?
2: I actually do that now, it's part of my um. it's part of, my occupation at, at this moment, I work for the Board of Education in New York. Okay. Um, I do offstage Broadway for a theater company called um New York Black Arts. Okay. Like I said, it was, um, which is, you know, behind um, under the, the Board of Education in New York. And so I, I recently just did Aladdin, I played the genie, I do the whiz and I'm this tin man. I played Martin Luther King um in the in the past uh past February I've played a number of roles that I actually grew up watching in Lion King of Scar
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: one of our biggest productions and we also have the Wiz coming up now um so yeah I definitely do still do the um I do the stage and I just I do it um I'm also the musical director for the company so I get to give back to the community in that way and that's a blessing for you know it. what I'm saying um it's the blessing to be able to do and it's actually fun you know um uh we also do night shows and stuff like that for the late audience, but it's great to be able to be there, you know, especially in a time like this for the Board of Education in times where kids not going to school, you know what I'm saying, and the whole education system is really pretty much flipped upside down. It's good to be one of the only companies in New York that's still catering to the Board of Education and the students that are there and the people that are still trying to, you know, inspire their children and their students, so.
0: That's what's up, doing that for, you know, for the kids and everything. Like, is it now it's just based in New York, though? You like you don't travel with it?
2: Oh, we travel. We go all around the United States and overseas. We've been everywhere. Um, We've been everywhere. I think we're supposed to be going to Canada really soon. And we got our list of our our, um, itinerary is really long. So, you know, we'd probably be in the city near you guys somewhere sometime soon. Just be checking it out. But. Yeah, we travel, we do it everywhere. And, and when we travel, it's not for the Board of Education. We actually do it for the community and for, you know, at the major theaters. But due to COVID, yeah. the whole theater, the whole deep theater um, industry has been turned upside down. And, you know, tests are required and only so many people in the theaters and... Mm-hmm. Even the prices on these scripts that these directors are selling now are going up and, you know, the rights to the scripts and things like that just because of the situation. So there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of hoops we got to jump through, but we feel like it's worth it to still do
0: it and be there for, you know, the cause. And so that we still push through and try to do it and and make it happen. So, yeah. Word. That's what's up, bro. So who are some of your um, influences in, in music? Man, like I said, I grew up in the
2: church. So a lot of my influences started off, you know, real Christian base. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a big, big, big Clark sister, like Kim, uh, uh Dorinda Clark and Karen Clark, even Twinkie, because I grew up in Detroit. Now, well, not grew well, grew up a, a lot, a large part of my youth in Detroit once I moved to the states. And of course that's where I'm born, so that's my roots. Right. Instead of, you know, and that's Motown. Can't forget about that. So yeah, you know, but more than it being Motown is very, very um Christian church church-driven, Christian-driven state. A lot of big of big uh, celebrities as far as the Christian in- church industry comes from Detroit. Right. Fran Hampton, the Clark sisters, Jay Moss, um, even the kids from Keir, and, and it goes on and on, um, Tasha Cobb and T- Tasha Page. from It just goes on and on and on. These are my people that I actually grew up with and went to school with and actually been attending a church since I was kids and stuff like that. So I have a lot of influences based out of there. Um, and then, you know, just the other church people, uh, uh, um, Kim Burrell, Jay Moss, he's one mm-hmm. of the greatest producers of all time to me. And um, he actually was one of the producers that showed me that I, can, I didn't have to just sing gospel to be able to get my point across, like I could actually switch over. He never actually did it vocally, but production, he's produced for everybody. Kevin Price. Mm-hmm. Um, Boys to Men, Drew Hill, Insync, and the list goes on and on. And so, like, he really inspired me to be able to know that I can be able to in- integrate what I do with, you know, what I'm saying what I love because I really love R&B music, and I was able to integrate that because of him. But now, you know, what I'm saying definitely the great Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Prince. I'm really influenced by music across the board. Elk John, even like on yeah. all, all different areas. So I'm very eclectic. I do that because I, I work with a lot of different artists. So I have to be influenced by a lot of different artists. So I know how to deal with a lot of different artists.
0: <laughs> Everybody
2: don't want to sound like the same thing. You know, right. uh, You got I have a signature sound, but I like for artists to feel like when they come deal with me, they're going to get what they what their sound is elevated with what I get. You feel what I'm saying? So you do like artists
0: like development, too. Is that what Or is? Yeah. OK,
2: definitely. I do artist development and I do vocal training. Um, um I have maybe like a list of maybe like 10 clients at the moment that I try to juggle around. And it's kind of hard because a lot of things I have doing, but I'm on schedule with them, you know, and um, it's great when you can see the growth in, in people that you're working with, you know, from the day when you start in the day to where you are, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I get to, I get to do that on a regular basis. I guess teaching is kind of in my blood. Um, I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and, it, and through this pandemic, it still keep me working to keep me, you know, not having to be, um, still wonder how I'm going to make ends meet and do things like that. People always want to train, and just mm-hmm. like now, you know, yeah. we right here on Zoom, we still making it happen. Yeah. You know, so it's been it's been pretty good, um, you know, for the situation and everything. Because everybody's want to be creative right now, so people are actually investing in their their talents and and in their and, and what they want to do with their careers.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're able Plus, to, you're able to do the artist development through Zoom too, huh?
2: I'm able to do everything through Zoom. I'm able to do artist development. I do. Um, I teach my acting. I told you I work with the Board of Education for the um, plays and stuff. I'm yeah. the, I'm the musical director, but a lot of times I have to take a double role as the assistant, assistant director because I help write a lot of the scripts based off the music. And I've been with the company for a few years, so they kind of, you know, my position bleeds over a lot, and so yeah. I, I end up doing a lot of um, coaching with the acting and stuff as well, and it's easy. It's easy, you know. Yeah. Actually, sometimes it makes people a little more comfortable like mm-hmm. this than it does like face to face. People know who I am, so sometimes I give them the and I don't try to, but sometimes they just, oh, i will seen you on TV or whatever, and it make yeah. them feel a, a kind of way. But this is kind of more of a way for them to feel comfortable. They in their own environment, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my place, we together, but right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying enough space <laughs> for you to feel feel comfortable. And so I've I've learned that it actually works a little
0: better. Right. Let's 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 talk a little bit about the MTV experience, man. Like, you know, we kind of we kind of watched you grow, you know what I'm saying? In, in in a lot of different areas. And one thing I didn't like the MTV did, man, with y'all, was it seemed like they put y'all in a lot of situations where there was conflict. It was like it was mm-hmm. like they placed y'all. Like if they knew y'all wouldn't rocking with each other one day, it was like, oh, we're gonna put Q over here and and we gonna, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna have this look a certain way and then we're gonna put everybody else in the same room so they can argue. Like, Did you feel like they did some of that just for ratings, you know what I'm saying, purposely? Well, this is what I'm gonna
2: say. I First of all, nothing was scripted, you yeah. know what I'm saying, everything was 100%. But I do know, excuse me, I do know that things were, uh what do you call it? influenced. And, yeah, for and, sure. um, But you gotta realize, We are we get we have we're being filmed twenty four hours a day, but the episode is only thirty minutes. It's not even thirty minutes. Let's say twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. 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 Twenty four minutes. We have. They have to get the point across to you guys, whatever it is, within that little bit of time. So naturally, it will take months or weeks for something like that to develop and hit a come to a head. We don't have that kind of time. And as producers and even psychiatrists that work on the side of the show and work with us, know that we don't have that kind of time, but they can see the problem. So of course they might influence it or to to make it happen quicker or to put us in positions. But um, in a lot of ways, I'm gonna tell you this, in a lot of ways, that's a good thing because it's good to get those things out in the open quick and handle those things in the early part of your career because later in your career, it could be the reason why you can't move forward or it can be the reason why people have been holding things so long Where so in the beginning, we actually were blessed with those people to actually for hear those problems, see them early and push us into the position to have to handle them at an early age. And what I do understand love about it as well is that our fights ain't like these other regular MTV or VH1 stuff like that. Like you ain't fighting over who girlfriend is who who slept with who and and who mad and offended by this, that and the other, like. Our problems was real problems that you go through in the industry when you're trying to get what we're getting as a group. And at the end of the day, it was a backstage pass and a a blueprint to people like that wanted to be in the position that we was in. These are the things that you go through, these are the problems that you're going to face. And it's no closed bar. Like, you know, and I think that is a way to teach people that you can look at drama on TV that teaches you nothing you can be entertained by, or you can look at drama that you can learn from, things that can push you somewhere, put you to the next level. And I feel like MTV did a very good job on harnessing that because now looking at the substance of reality TV, not saying that I'm not. Look, I know every reality show from back to front. I watched every last one of them. I know every character. I'm just into it like that. So I'm not taking that away from it, but I do understand the difference in what we were doing and what's happening right now. And I understand the substance of how today people still hit us up and want to see us on TV because they yearn for that substance that we gave on TV that was authentic. Uh-huh. And that was authentic, and that really um, taught taught people something. And when you walk away with a lesson, you know that's not that's you can't pay for that, you know. And so I do. I actually thank MTV, and I always say to people, to people too, they can't show nothing you don't give them. So yeah. even if they make a big spectacle out of something you did that was this little at this one time, if you would have never gave it to them, they would not have it. Yeah. And sometimes little moments in our life define big things that happen with us for the rest of that move. When we move on, it defines that whether we're on TV or not. Little decisions that you make, little actions that you do in small situations sometimes has an effect on the rest of your life. And so it's this is to me, it relates the same way. Hey, man, you on camera. If you want to be looked at a certain way, don't do certain things, bro. (laughs)
0: That's a fact. Um, One thing I can't say, like they always, you was always trying to like, Yo, like, nah, let's pull it together, y'all. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's, let's, let's do the right thing. Let's get this, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I, I seen that, you know what I'm saying, from you until that one day you just got pissed. <laughs>
2: man, we all got our, we, listen, man, we all got our breaking point.
0: Yeah. We man.
2: all have our, we all have our point where we feel like, you know, we've had enough or whatever the case may be. And I think I was just at a point where I think that I've been through a lot of situations that I told you prior to getting there where I was in a group and the group is the reason why my situation wasn't as successful as it was supposed to be. Not because I wasn't putting 100%, not because my grind wasn't where it was supposed to be, not because I was um, putting anything negative into the situation, but because people around me and because the group was messing up situations for me, somebody who was 100% dedicated and giving everything I could to a situation. So I think at that point, I had got to a place where I'm not about to let that happen to me again. Like you only get so many shots in this industry. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've been signed to a major label three times with three different groups. And every time I'm, I'm affected by the group's actions and not my stunt, my growth is stunning. So I was at a point where, you know, bro, I've been here before, this might be your first time, but this ain't my first time. And I don't got, I, you only get so many chances and I'm not about to let y'all mess that up. And I think I had just gotten to a place mentally there. Right. Right. I was afraid of being in the same situation again. You saw the because, same
0: you saw the same things happening over yeah,
2: again. Definitely. And then you know, misery loves company. And I'm not saying Danny Kane was miserable, but they were going through a very miserable situation. And we were in the same home with them. And mm-hmm. then you have relationships that were intermingling. Those kind of things have an effect. On, So now this group, the people in this group saying some certain things to you because they recognize things that they going through in their group and they want to, into, you know what I'm saying, put their little whatever two cents in. And now you're bringing that energy from there to here. And it's just a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of things that are working against us at this point And I don't, and I just, I, I seen it from a mile away and just, I, you know, it just, it hit me in a place where I couldn't be there again because I felt like I was so close to yeah. what I've been fighting for my whole life.
0: Danny D. Kane, man, they could have been one of the greatest female groups, man. If they- In were, my
2: opinion, they still are.
0: If they would have just been able to, to keep it together. I mean, vocally, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: So, yeah, like I was saying, in my opinion, Danny Cain is still um one of the hottest female groups to ever like race the stage. I was, yeah. I was fans of them way before I even became, even in the group
0: so you know what I mean um are you still like okay I mean I know you are still part of the group but like do y'all have um like anything like do y'all have any 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 plans on you know what I'm saying making another project yes we definitely
2: have more than a project coming up we got some big things coming up that um I can't some things I'm not 100 percent at yeah. liberty to talk about right now I'm sorry right. y'all If i am I'm just trying to get this. Okay, there we go. I'm not at liberty to talk about some things, but I can tell you this. We are still together. we still working. And this is about to be a big year for day 26. We got a lot coming for y'all as far as music and content and just be ready. Just be ready. And I thank God for the fans that stuck around this long and been supporting us because because of y'all that we were able to keep the strength and keep going. And people still interested and want to see us. And um yeah, and I just I think it's um I think it's amazing. And I just want y'all to watch this, what's about to happen. And when you see your boys at the stage, show the same love y'all been showing. And we about to turn up for y'all for sure.
0: For sure. Now, are we getting all everyone? Is Brian coming back? There it goes is it good now? We good?
2: Yeah, I hit, I think I hit a mute button or something like that.
0: Okay. So are we are we getting, you know what I'm saying? Everyone is Brian coming back? So I mean I, you don't have to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Hey I'm man, just asking. I'm
2: gonna listen, listen, I'm gonna tell you, I don't want everybody ever feeling no kind of way, but I'm a really open person. Right. I say what it is because I don't want nothing coming back to me the wrong way or perceived the wrong way. I'm going to be honest with you. We want Brian on everything that we've been doing and have been building thus far. Um, but we've reached out to Brian a number of times, and Brian, for some reason, is not on board. Mm-hmm. So it's not because hand, arms are not reached out to him. And even if you guys know about our final last breakup, when well, not last breakup, when Brian left, mm-hmm. we had no
0: idea what was happening when he did it. And we still, yeah, I to was, this day I was, don't it was weird to me because I, I just we, seen like a uh Instagram post and I was it. That's
2: how we found out the same way y'all, that Instagram post that y'all saw is that that's how we found out. And I, so for me, there's a lot of unanswered questions for day 26, there's a lot of unanswered questions, but we got an obligation to the fans that want to see us, you know. And so we try to, you know, we let them know that is our arms are open and we, you know, we like this our open arms, but we definitely move it forward regardless. So, right. you know, I just want to say that moving forward is a possibility. If he's willing to be a part of the situation, our arms are open, but other than that, we moving forward and moving on. And you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I've, I've actually, cause I've been Facebook friends with, with Brian for like, I think like before the day 26, um, or like right in the, like when y'all st- first got started and, uh, like we've been cool, like you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't even talk to him a few times, but like now he won't eat. Like he won't talk about. You know what I'm saying. Like I tell him about, about the podcast. I want to get him on here so we can, you know what I'm saying. You know, talk about because the fans want to know for real. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Just what happened. Like, like yo, all everyone got was that post and nothing else. You know what I'm saying. And Man, you know,
2: I heard. I've heard so many things from so many different people and so many different acquaintances and and fans and. Co workers, and it's it's so many different things that that it's hard to even. And even knowing him for as long as I've known him, sometimes you try to use that and try to decipher what you hear and see which one of them make the most sense with the person that you know, and all that. And at this point, man, I just it just is a headache, you know. And all I, I so this we just put out there, and I've heard him do interviews and everything since this situation, and he. You know, tries to pretty much stay away from it because I'm looking for answers too.
0: We all yeah. want to know. Um yeah, he, won't uh, answer. he won't answer the questions, bro. Like
2: and, and you know that's fine, that's 100 percent But hopefully one day we'll be able to sit down as brothers, you know what I'm saying, and figure out what the what the disconnect is and um if it's possible to be fixed. But at this point, we just want the world to know that the arms is open and the hand is extended, the Isle of branch is extended, but you know, you can't make a you can't make a nigga do what he don't want to do. Yeah. You <laughs> don't want to do something, you don't want to do something. And we pretty much at that point, like, and they wanna keep begging somebody to do something they don't want to do either, you know? Yeah. Um and our fans, since we've been in a situation without him, have been very supportive. And we thank them for that, even when we Went to his hometown in Houston. We still sold out. We thought it was going to be a problem because they like, you know, where's our, where's Brian? You know, yeah. you know they're going from our hometown. and You know, everybody come today when they got, they when they personally, you know, everybody come out for them. So we's really, you know, we's really worried about our ticket sales and about our our outcome in Houston and, and in Dallas, just in Texas, period. Because we know that they, you know, that's their man's or whatever. And the, our fans still showed us love and still came out. We didn't still sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans still showed up and sold out. It
0: would have been dope if he'd have just popped out and didn't tell nobody.
2: It would have been great. It would have been amazing. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, that didn't happen. But we were blessed to still be successful. And we blessed to still have fans that still support us. And
0: we just try to keep it moving with that, man. You know, can't, can't beat a dead horse. Word. So... Let's go. Let's go back on. Um, what's What's your favorite so far? You know what I mean. Like out of the the projects that y'all have recorded together, what's your favorite one? Like, what was the most fun making?
2: I would have to say the last one that pretty much the world is not. Well, a lot of people are familiar with, but I don't think day? the whole world.
0: Is, a new day. A new day. Okay. A new day. And the I reason I say that, got all I of. Them, that so that's so <laughs> what I got all of. Them. Every time y'all drop something.
2: Um, Like the first two projects were amazing because we had the whole MTV machine and we was filming a reality show and, you know, we had the whole bad boy thing behind us. So naturally that was great. But it wasn't nothing like the feeling of doing a new day because we produced, we wrote, we built it from the ground up from everything, even the artwork to the cover of the, in the order of the songs and everything. We, we actually seeing what we do together without anybody's help you know what i'm Mm saying and it was it was epic you know and i and so that was probably my favorite even though people would beg to differ because we got hits out there and you know tv shows video i understand but for me just the process that made that the most epic for me
0: word for me i had i probably say um i a lot of people don't talk about this one but i like the return I love the that return actually, too. That, that was
2: actually my project. I um I funded that project for yeah, um, the hard. that was my project. We all came to Detroit to my city to record that with my producers and my my team and, and it was my baby. So you know I definitely love it, but it's it's still
0: didn't have <laughs> nothing on have nothing our, on the return. Yeah. We
2: actually on the return.
0: I mean nothing on a, a new day.
2: A new the return actually was great in that aspect as well because I was like I said, I was at the forefront of that project and it was my team, and I got it. I brought the whole day 26 to Detroit to create that project, and we had um, great records and great production on there. And we actually did have a lot to do with the production. Willie actually wrote a book to go with that and to with that project and everything. So, like, we did have a lot of creative input on that, but it was nothing like what we just did with right. the return. So, the both of those actually would probably be my, my favorite because of the process.
0: Yeah, least favorite is probably. Um... The second. I ain't like the, the second album? Yeah, that's probably my least favorite one out of all of them. Okay. It, se- it just
2: well, seemed group- like
0: he he was taking, it seemed like they was taking y'all like like from where like the first, the first, the first one, like I love that one. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I know every I do, I know every song, damn near to every one y'all done did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the second one, like, um, I didn't like the single, bro. The I'ma put it on her. That won us best group award. The very song
2: you're talking about is the one thing that got us to break. That's the one thing no reality TV show group in the world has ever won an award. We are the only ones, and that's the song we won it from.
0: Word. That's what's up, bro. I you know what I'm saying? And and let me say I wanna say I ain't like it, but compared to what y'all were already doing, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just different for me. Like. I, I mean, I, you know what I'm we, sure? I knew it was a hit there. record. It was a we hit rec- We had for sure. Young
2: Jock on there featuring yeah. Puff. It was, was... more of a, like a Miami swag, like it had like the yeah. club kind of thing. That it was actually something that we didn't tap into on the first album.
0: Yeah, and it might
2: be why we got best group
0: award for that. <laughs> yeah, bro. that's a fact. That's what exactly. I'm telling you. It's right here. <laughs> <But> <laughs> oh, I... hey, that's dope. You still got that? That's what's up, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what's up. So let's talk so, about yeah. your music, bro. What you got? What you what you doing, man? Like are we going to can we get a we expect a full-length project from yourself
2: well actually i got a project i'm working on right now i'm starting my tour to promote the project on next month on the sixth the first date i think i put the flyer up yesterday if i'm not mistaken or the day before yesterday on my instagram i'll be promoting it on other social medias but the tickets are up on Eventbrite. um um It's my own little tour to promote my EP that's dropping. And I do got new music for y'all and everything like that. It's going to be pretty good, man. Like I said, during this pandemic, I've been working and kind of finding myself musically by myself again because I, you know, I work with the group a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I work on other people's projects mostly. So when it comes to myself, I always have to sit back and be like, yo, what am I trying to do? Because I'm catering, catering to everybody, what everybody else is doing to try to bring, bring their sound to life. So. You know, it was kind of great to sit here and rediscover my artistry and rediscover my sound as a solo artist and, and be able to put it together. And now have a platform to be able to move around because I've been trying to do it for a minute but COVID.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: So now the venues are opening up and promoters are ready and sponsors have been hitting me back. And now is on, on the road now, so.
0: That's what's up. You got need you Get know, dates I'll be
2: on the city near you real soon
0: dates coming everybody in. you said it's on eventbrite okay so we're yes ahead.
2: you definitely check out get tickets for the um for the tour on the eventbrite i think the tickets for atlanta is up right now and though that is on the 20th of june the first show is it's the 6th of june in baltimore maryland okay and i think we got houston on the 12th there's a lot of dates i'm sorry y'all don't have the itinerary memorized it's like hmm. 20 20 dates or something like that so it's coming to a city near you. It's the new single for my new EP, and it's called. The single is called Double Up, and uh, yeah, I'm about to be out here doing my thing, man. So
0: just keep showing me the love, y'all, bitch. Showing me. Who you got? Who you got coming with you? Like, you is it? You got your own artist that coming or?
2: So what I've been doing is trying to reach out to each city and figure out who their big artist is and who they've been promoting and who. You know who they trying to put on, and who's the name in that city. And I've been pretty much trying to link up with them people, and put those people, incorporate them into my show. Um, you know, give them another platform. Actually, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'm I'm a big believer in like if you got your city, then you can move forward. I think in most music, even in most labels at this point, the first thing they look at when you're trying to get a deal is if you got your city on lock. You yep. know, if they look at your social media and what movements you're making in your city. And so I'm trying to just, you know, follow in those kind of footsteps and make sure I support the city, you know. So I'm going to each city and the people that's doing anything in that city, I try to bring them, reach out to them and bring them on board. Um, of course, there are other artists, you know, that's jumping on the bill and you know I'm saying stuff like that. Um, but mainly I'm trying to cater to whatever city I'm in. So if that's you, if you see your city on event break um you know reach out hit me in the dms or hit up the uh, contact info that's on the flyer or whatever the case may be and somebody will get back at you
0: word that's what's up man man listen bro I, all i can say is i appreciate you coming on you know what i'm saying doing the show with me bro um it's always been love you know what i'm saying from my side you know what i'm saying i support y'all support you for show sure. and people Thank don't you. know we got the same birthday Birthday, man. Word. Around, for, sure. for sure. So you already know that's you know I'm saying that's a that's a whole nother level. We could talk about some deep some deep shit and be on here for two hours. Right. <laughs> for real. But y'all not ready for no, you know what I'm saying, no conversations <laughs> like that, man. Listen, y'all. It's your boy Leto. It's my boy Robert Curry from the super group day 26. Man, tap into everything he got going on. Be on the lookout for everything they got coming. You know what I'm saying? 2021 is their year. For sure. And we out.
1: You're you know who it is, man, the kid Cortez. Make sure you tap in with that Resolutions album and at the same time make sure you lock in with my guy. Happy Hour with Lito. The illest podcast out right now, you're So I'ma tell about I'ma tell. it Praise us the of Lord, I can't live without it Romans 8, 28, all things work Work together for the good, keep God first Born again, born again, that's rebirth Try to be for no reason, that's reverse. Boy, you know we got faith for days I'm rejoicing, I'm rejoicing cause you made a way You come for me, that's amazing grace And love with me, we go for faith Cause you're mad